Hi, Juliet the Rabbi here, coming to you not from New York City today, but from the Long Island Sound. I'm visiting a friend here, enjoying the beach and running away from the heat. Yes, I was supposed to come back. I was supposed to go back to New York City yesterday, be there in time for Tisha B'Av, um, go to shul, but I didn't. I stayed, and um, I'm so glad I did. It's hot. If you're in our part of the, well, if you're in many parts of the world, it's hot. So I'm going to be talking today about Tisha B'Av and Va'et Hanan, which is our Parsha for the week, and Isaiah too. I'm going to be talking about Isaiah. So earlier this week, as my husband and I were coming home from a walk, we stopped um, because the doorman was sitting there looking, he was staring at a screen and he was looking really perturbed. And I said, what's the matter? And he said, uh, another bank is going down. And we kind of talked about it a little bit. Then I was like, just, you know, listen to some good news. You got to laugh sometimes. Uh, you know, you got to be happy, you know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there's just so much bad news and it overtakes us. And then how can we, if we're, if we're all feeling so negative, how can we be the change? How can we represent the change or bring the change about in the world that we want if we're just bogged down by bad news? Which it seems to me is what the powers that be would like for us not not god <laughs> certainly not god but there are powers and i think you might know what i'm talking about so anyway he laughed and and then my husband and i went upstairs and we talked about it um you know he was like my husband's worked for banks for 20 30 years now and he was like why who cares? Why do, how does this affect him? How does this affect the average person? Why does the average person think, you know, that, that this is a concern for them? Was, was this man, our doorman, who makes very little money, he seems like a really educated person, like he has pursued education, he, and, and yet he's working as a doorman. Like, that can't be good. And, you know, is he losing money if this bank's bank fails? Do the profits of the of the banks, do you hear that seagull? Yeah, I'm out. I don't know if the wind, if you can hear the wind, I'm not sure, but there is a breeze. There's actually, yeah, there's actually wind. It, and it's not unbearably hot. Um, it's very humid, but anyway. Um, so enjoy the seagulls, yeah. So was this man losing money if that bank failed? Do the profits of, of, this, of these banks trickle down to, to our doorman? Back during the financial crisis of 2008, the Obama administration bailed the banks out. Too big to fail, that was the slogan. If they failed, then our, our economy would fail. That's what we were told. Same with the stock market. We're supposed to worry about the stock market. But who's actually gaining and who's actually losing out? This week, yesterday, uh, starting last night, Wednesday evening, and into tonight, we are in mourning. 
Tisha B'Av is the commemoration of the destruction of the temple. And tradition has us hear the chanting of lamentations in the dark sitting on the floor. We're told to bring a flashlight so we can see the texts in front of us. I wonder if they, I wonder, I don't know when this tradition started and I, I, I wonder if they used candles, you know, like what did they use? Who knows? I, I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I'm really curious now. But anyway, bring a flashlight so we can see the texts in front of us. But there are also those who say that we shouldn't be mourning the temple. Why should we want to return to a system of sacrifices? Even in Isaiah, which was last week's reading from the prophets, it says, What need have I of all your sacrifices, says God? I am sated with burnt offerings of rams and suet of fatlings and blood of bulls, and I have no delight in lambs and he-goats, that you come to appear before me. Who asked that of you? But in more progressive Jewish circles today, this mourning for the temple takes on new meaning. After all, we have plenty to mourn in today's world. I mean, those words of Isaiah are very powerful, right? Sacrifices, why? But here we have this contradictory thing, like God didn't ask us for these things, and yet it says so in the Bible. So, hmm, wonder about that. Did we go too far with it and forget something? Perhaps we did. Yes, and we have plenty to mourn in today's world. And it's not the failure of banks or big business. As humans, we seem to go between believing that things used to be different and better, maybe, or worse, whichever, and also that they've always been the same. You agree, right? I mean right? This is how we talk. Oh, that's always been this way. Oh, no, it was so much better. But there are also those who would like us to believe that things will never change. I think that's even more important. I recently learned something really interesting. Uh, I was listening to a podcast, um, somebody else's podcast, uh, on, on on the media. Yeah, you should go and listen to it. Um, Starting about 100 years ago, there began an unrelenting propaganda campaign. And this campaign was to get Americans to believe that the free market is a good thing. This campaign was made by businesses very deliberately and very united in their efforts. They taught Americans that socialism and communism could never work. They convinced Americans that capitalism is not only a good thing, but it, but that it's the only way. Because humans are the way we are, right? Greedy and ready to fight or exploit each other. It's a dog-eat-dog world. Isn't that a common American saying? They've also done a really great job of making us think that things will never change. I said that already, and I'm saying it again. They've taught Americans that our sacrifices are necessary and that in the end the money from big business will trickle down this week's parsha begins with moses memory of pleading with god to allow him to cross over into the promised land and the haftorah reading from the prophets this week from isaiah begins with nachamu this is shabbat nachamu meaning be comforted my people that's how it starts um 
so we have this juxtaposition of, you know, Moses' memory of pleading with God and the mourning that we have on, 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 um, on Tisha B'Av. Moses is mourning. He's definitely mourning the fact that he will not be able to cross over into the promised land. And we do indeed need comforting as we look upon and experience the destruction in today's world. And that flashlight that we're supposed to carry with us, it might come in handy to shed light upon the types of sacrifices that we should be making. Because burnt offerings made to God certainly will not solve the problems that we're experiencing today. But other types of sacrifices, like, let's say, reducing our consumption of resources as Americans as a whole, that would do well on the corporate and on the personal level. We each have to do our part and we have to also pressure our government to make sure that business does its part. Big business. Because because they're like that's that's most of the that's most of the waste. That's most of the overconsumption. It comes from big business. And of course, we need laws that will, you know, reduce well, anyway, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So what does it say in Isaiah? It's, it says, continuing with Isaiah, God says, bringing ob- oblations is futile. Incense is offensive to me. New moon and Sabbath, proclaiming of so- solemnities, assemblies with iniquity. I cannot abide. Though you pray at length, I will not listen. Your hands are stained with crime. Whose hands? Whose hands? Isaiah even gives us a solution. God says, wash yourselves clean. Put your evil doings away from my sight. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Devote yourselves to justice. Aid the wronged. Uphold the rights of the orphan. Defend the cause of the widow. Translated into today's time. That's easy to do. Your rulers are rogues and cronies of thieves. Every one avid for presents and greedy for gifts. They do not judge the case of the orphan and the widow's cause never reaches them. Pretty powerful words. So as we face record heat this summer on a global level, we need to get serious about all this, right? Right, people? We're even seeing what happens right now if we don't, as predicted in Isaiah. It says, stored wealth shall become as tow, and he who amassed it a spark, and the two shall burn together with none to quench. Whoa. I'm going to bring a little humor into this, but maybe we can be grateful for one thing, a friend just as I was writing this, she sends me this meme. It says, maybe we can be grateful for one thing, or we can be grateful for one thing, that at least it's not snowing. Because imagine shoveling snow in this heat. And because you have to laugh even when there's pain. Don't believe those people who think that things will never change who tell us that we're doomed, it's the end of the world. It seems to me that God wants a world of socialism or even communism. 
because we actually don't know if communism might have been successful if it hadn't been for the CIA. You should read your, hist- read your history if you don't know. If we believe Isaiah, and listen to that, listen to that podcast I told you about on, on being. You'll, if you go to the website, Google uh, on being podcast, and you'll see, not, not on being, sorry, on the media, all these ons, on the media, you'll see the third title of, of the third part of the, of the podcast episode is about the Communist Manifesto. So I highly recommend that you listen to this if you want to know your history and if you don't. So, yeah, we actually don't know if communism might have been successful if it hadn't been for the CIA, for the U.S. government who wanted to destroy communism from the very start. And if we believe Isaiah, it doesn't really matter what you call it because God wants a world where everyone is taken care of. If you believe that God wants something, you don't have to believe that, but it's written, it's written there. It's amazing that thousands of years ago, someone got this message. That's pretty amazing. This is the kind of world where, that, we, that God wants, that, where there is justice for all. It's not communism we need to be afraid of. It's the big banks. So help me spread the world. <laughs> spread the word around the world. Help me spread the word. It could be the word of God or it could just be your word. That would be fine too. Shabbat Shalom. And I'll see you next time.